Okay, so the third heading, paragraph heading. Christian living in the body of Christ. Christian living in the body of Christ, and that's verses 9 through 16. Christian living in the body of Christ. So remember I said you might get your toes stepped on? Well, here we are. Because this is what you should be seeing take place in your heart and life if you're a born-again believer operating according to God's redemption plan. Your faith is in Christ and the cross. This is what should be coming out of your life. Christian living in the body of Christ. Verses 9 through 16. Let's start in verse 9. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love. In honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, dis distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not, rejoice with them who do rejoice, and weep with them who weep. Be of the same mind, one toward another, Mind not high things, but can condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Okay, so this is what we should be seeing yeah. in our lives. If we're operating according to God's redemption plan, His process, faith and grace, we should be seeing this. We shouldn't have to work for this. We should be seeing. This should be a natural outflow of our faith. We shouldn't have to try to do this. Our love should be real and not feigned for one another. That's all I'm really saying right there. Dissimulation means don't play the hypocrite. So, we show up to church. Well, I don't really like Sister Big Hair, but hey, Sister Big how you doing? I love you. Hey, hey man, praying. God been praying for you. You're lying. And then you walk and go sit down at your chair, and then you lean over to your spouse. Man, that lady there, dude. I'm you, I just... That's love with dissimulation. Okay. It's not genuine. Hello. My look. Brother Tan Pastor, what in the world? I thought we was praise God, we rejoicing now all of a sudden. I see that that's not uh, not doing that so well. You know, see in this, in this little Bible, it's it's you know, from verses nine through sixteen, these are commands. You know, mm -hmm. This is where you really get to see how far along you are in faith. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh gosh, don't do that. Oh, we're on the first. <laughs> the believer is to express his hatred of evil by a withdrawal from it and a loathing of it. Then be joined together to that which is good. We are to have an affection uh, of kindred with our brothers and sisters in Christ. 
should be like brothers and sisters, because we in Christ we are. We are. And that's why we shouldn't have fake love. But the only way that you're going to get this to happen in your life is faith in Christ and the cross. There's nothing you can do to bring this about. You can try your hardest and you'll still read this and go, don't fail at that. The only way is proper faith. That I'm crucified with Christ. Now, Sister Big Hair, you don't get on my nerves. Right? God, I love you. And it's a genuine love. Because the love of God should be shed abroad in our hearts. That's what the scripture says. And the love of God is unfeigned and doesn't have dissimulation in it. So whenever you have it, it just shows that you're not loving with the love of God, Christ. You're not loving that way. You're actually operating just within your own self. And then in honor, preferring one another in simple terms, it means the honoring of another in allowing them to take the lead. It means to recognize and honor God's gifts and office in a brother or sister. Whether that's preaching. Say, what ministers don't have that problem? Ah! You'd be surprised how many ministers hold to the pulpit with an iron grip. Yeah. And never let anyone else who God's called function in their calling. Yeah. And doesn't just stop there. I'll be honest, music ministry is the worst for it. Because mm -hmm. everybody, everybody thinks they're the best singer. Everybody thinks that they should be the lead. Oh, brother, you get too real. Sin's not a game. So I, I'm not, not going to... See, because if we don't see it, we don't think we got anything to correct. Well, they can't be lead. My goodness, they. Once again, I'm the most important person in the world. I mean, you didn't know that. You see how dangerous this all? And we don't. We, it, we just brush it off like it just. Yeah. And this is the music ministry ministers that preach. And we cloak it all up and nice, we, we'll wrap it up in biblical hoo-yah-yah so it don't sound as bad. Yeah, but it can destroy the church. It can. Because that's what sin does. Kills, steals, and destroys. Yeah. And that's what, what Paul said. Because of everything that you have in Christ, because of what you have in Christ Jesus, in honor, preferring one another. Recognize and honor God's gifts and offices, and office in another brother or sister. God's called them, and they and they have that. You can tell. Let them operate in it. They got to grow. 
Good thing somebody let you do it. Right. The Christian should be able to be trusted. His word is his bond and he gives an honest day's work. And that's what we get. Not slothful in business. Not slothful in business. The Christian should be able to be trusted. His word is his bond and he gives an honest day's work. It denotes the moral earnestness with which one should give himself to his vocation. If you're a Christian, and we're real practical, it's practical Christianity, you shouldn't be stealing time. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Oh, stealing time is only if I leave the job. No, 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 no. If you're on the clock and you're sitting there and you are not working, mm -hmm. you're getting paid, which means you're stealing time. See, so you get saved, you'll feel you should get you should be getting pricked about that if that happens to you at work. Yeah. Stealing time, my Lord. If you have a job and you just don't give your best, I'm just trying to get through whatever. Yeah. Not slothful in business. Yeah. The believer is to attend his duties with diligence. And responsibility, whether anyone sees him or not, but knowing that God sees all. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't just work, this is not just vocation. Like, for instance, I have to be diligent in this class to prepare for this class. I can actually be slothful yeah. just in that. And God sees it. Every single thing done by the Christian is looked at by the Holy Spirit as serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope actually means rejoicing in the sphere of hope. When earthly prospects are dim, the Christian's rejoicing should be in the sphere of what Christ has done and has provided for us through Calvary. Christians are to remain under the test in a God-honoring way, not seeking to escape it, but eager to learn the lesson it was sent to teach. And that's where we see verse 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. If you find yourself in a trial or whatever, don't the, the natural human inclination is run away. Just do whatever I gotta do to get out of it. But that's not it actually says to remain in it. Remain in it in a God way. In an honoring way. Not seeking to escape it just because it's hard. But eager to learn the lesson it was sent to teach. We have a privilege as children of God of being able to speak on a constant basis to the creator of all things. That's what it talks about, continuing instant in prayer. We should pray about everything continually and be quick to do so. Yes. Everything. We should act as the needs of other believers are our own needs. That's what we see today, verse 3, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. 
The hospitality here is referring to the giving of food, clothing, and shelter to persecuted Christians. Persecuted Christians. See, that's the whole... Not just because some... Remember, we already dealt with not slothful in business. So, just because someone is slothful in business and they all of a sudden have needs because they don't work, and it has nothing to do with being persecuted. It's just slothfulness in business. I love how the Holy Spirit just gets it right every time. But not slothful in business first. Yeah. And then, oh, and giving to the saints, distributing to the needs. But it's persecuted saints. At that time, if people were being persecuted because of their faith in Christ. They would lose their home. They would lose jobs. Everything. So what would happen is the other believers, the other saints, would provide shelter, food, clothing, because they lost it because of their faith in Christ, not because they're just lazy. Right. See, this is where the church, honestly, the church has been turned into something it's not meant to be. Yeah. The church is not meant to be a bailout for everyone who, that's just not what it's made for. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, you know, I got this and that and this and that and I don't work and I just don't really want to work. But the church, you know, pray God is going to take care of me. No, 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 that's not, it's all right, not scripture. Are you persecuted because of your faith? No, you just don't want to work. So slothful in business with that, you'd be fitting in right there. And then when you expect the church, well, the church, it's your job to take, and if you don't, well, that's not very Christ-like. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, this is the church we've been taken advantage of. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're almost done. We should bless our persecutors in the sense of returning kindness and love to those who mistreat us because of our testimony of Jesus Christ. That's where we find verse 14. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. I don't know about you, but that's not as easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, praise God. Okay. <laughs> we should never pronounce judgment on others, even our most strident enemies. Be sincerely glad for, believe, for blessings of others. And that's we see 15. Rejoice with them who do rejoice and weep with them who weep. Someone gets blessed, rejoice with them in that blessing. Yeah. Someone is going through a hard time, weep with them in that moment. Be, and be sincere too, not just a, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> we are to treat everyone the same, regardless of class, race, position, prestige, etc. That's 16. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Just because someone is of the same race as you, doesn't mean that they deserve to be treated differently than you. Just because someone isn't in the same social class as you, doesn't mean that they deserve to be treated Worse or even better. Doesn't work like that. 
Okay, we're going to move that. It's in the body of Christ. 